0: Welcome to Storyteller, where we're sitting down, virtually of course, with the storytellers who are changing the way we tell and consume stories. We'll be talking to the best storytellers across media, sports, and entertainment, who are evolving the way that we interact with an audience. I'm Christine Chalk.
1: I'm Daniel Braun, and today's storyteller is Matt Desmond. Matt has more than a decade of experience in sports production from college to the major leagues. He's also the creator and visionary behind the Sports Creative Community, a space where thousands of sports creatives can collaborate, share ideas, and network with peers. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really appreciative to uh, be on and uh, looking forward to it. We'd like to to kind of really just hop right in there and, and, you know, really just learn a little bit more about your story. Um, I'd love for you to just walk us through, you know, what, drew you to sports and and you know videography video production maybe highlight a few you know stops along the way to to now being really one of the thought leaders in the industry yeah i appreciate the kind words there daniel uh, yeah so i've been in the
2: industry for about 10 years now uh started out uh working at a sports news station uh you know in the sports departments i was able to work with uh, the pittsburgh penguins and pittsburgh Steelers. being from pittsburgh pennsylvania so that was a Awesome opportunity. Uh, Then I was able to step into the um, minor league baseball setting. And that was really cool just to kind of get my feet wet in a a bunch of different roles there. Uh, So working in live production, I was able to progress in my career going to college athletics, with stops at uh, Baylor University and the University of Cincinnati. And now that has led me to uh, Major League Baseball, uh, working with the Open Athletics.
0: Awesome. And I, I know, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot from you about this, but I've learned so much from this community you've built, the, the sports creative community. For folks who aren't familiar with that, can you just kind of give a little bit of a picture of what that is and, you know, how you took your career and built, built that? You know, we'll dive into the deeper part later, but give us kind of a snapshot first of, of what that is.
2: Yeah, so a snapshot of what the sports creative community is, it's a community um, housed on Slack. It's just a a great place for creatives just to kind of um, collaborate on ideas, you know, really just showcase their work. Um, It's it's an opportunity to look at new job opportunities and internships, if anywhere from, uh, you know, entry level to high school students, even up to the BP ranks. So there's a spot in there for everyone. Uh, so I think it's a great opportunity just to kind of sit in and listen to what's going on in the industry, but also, you know, be adaptive to what's going to be happening in the future. So uh, there, there's a lot of great opportunities there. Uh, we're up to 4,600 members across the world right now. So uh, yeah, it's it's grown quite a bit.
1: Both uh, Christine and I are, are active active followers, and we've really enjoyed everything that we've learned as well. So, um, yeah, excited to dive into that a little bit later in the show. Um, I was curious, you know, from your end, just growing up kind of around sports, maybe, like, what, what kind of drove you to more of, like, the video side and video production of the sports world?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, growing up, I always wanted to be, you know, a sports anchor. I feel like a lot of people wanted to go that route uh, growing up. Uh, But, you know, it wasn't until my sophomore year where I really was inspired by um, E60 on ESPN um, and and, and Tom Rinaldi, you know, really just pouring out his heart into all of his stories and and, and the crew behind the scenes. You know, I I know Tom Rinaldi, you know, was the face of that, but uh, I I really wanted to dive into, you know, there's a lot of people behind the scenes who maybe don't get the, the day of light that they deserve. And I, I was really doing some research on you know how they went about their work ethic and how they went about their craft and it really inspired me to get into the storytelling aspect. So any opportunity I could do um, in, in college, you know I was working with our sports broadcast team and then that led to an opportunity with um, our, our Comcast uh, station to really get my first crack at something on the the cable um, arena so, I was definitely fortunate to have a lot of opportunities in college, and that really platforms me where I have gone with my career.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like, too, being in that video storytelling side in sports, you've probably seen an evolution, especially over the last however many years, uh, you know, with the rise of Social media and video being so important on the social media side, both you have the long form on traditional broadcast and linear, you have the short form that everybody has in their pockets. Do you have a preference in, you know, how you like to storytell when it comes to those quick snippets, the long pieces, where you see the trend going and the power of storytelling being the strongest?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Christine. Just the uh, you know, the evolution of where sports content has gone uh, from when I started in the industry. And I'm not that old, I'm I'm 29 years old. I feel like I've outdated myself a little bit. Uh, you know, when <laughs> I started, you know, I was working on a news station where I was cutting uh, on tape, which is unheard of these days. And I don't think- college I started
0: students, there as well.
2: <laughs> I, I don't even think what college students know what tape is. Uh, so <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty remarkable. But uh, in, in terms of, you know, content in this day and age, you know, they're short and they're, there is long form content, and I think there's a space for both of them. I think if it's a great story, that's gonna really uh, show in a long form video. Um, but you know I, I think like I said, there's a space for both of them. I, I, I like to focus on a, a short form video because our attention spans they're going by the wayside more and more each day. So if I can really captivate someone um, in less than thirty seconds or maybe you know fifteen seconds, maybe ten seconds. That's what I'm trying to do just to make sure that I'm getting the point across, the message, whatever it might be. But I think that's really what creators are, are tasked with these days, you know, fitting as much information in um, in a short amount of time, but also being creative and unique on how to capture everyone's uh, attention span. Because I think that's what you're kind of lobbying for at this point is you want people to pay attention to your content. And what way to do that is by being unique on how you approach a video.
0: If only people knew how much effort went into 30 seconds of time, <laughs> they, would, they would appreciate it a lot.
2: I think it's funny too, because if only people knew how much time it goes into a five second animation.
0: <laughs> I feel you on that. <laughs>
1: On the uh, on the note of of short form and and trying to to knock out as much info as we can uh, in a short amount of time, we're we're going to hop into the lightning round here. So uh, we're just going to fire off a a bunch of quick questions, you know, quick responses, and uh, and we'll go from there. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, start it off. What did you think you're going to be when you grew up?
2: Yeah, I I mean, I thought I was going to be the next uh, sports center anchor, uh, but that quickly changed in college and. We went a different route.
0: So, what was your actual first job?
2: Uh, so, I was a a caddy. You know, I was a caddy for for ten years. Uh, it was uh, it was it was pretty unique because I, I got to meet a lot of great people and some cool celebrities. I think I caddied for a bunch of uh you know Pittsburgh Penguins and Pittsburgh uh, Steelers growing up. So, uh, some of the the greats who won some Super Bowls and Stanley Cups. So, it really just kind of stuck with my full aspiration of wanting to be in in the sports world
1: it's awesome hopefully you learned a a few things on the golf course too who's one of your favorite follows on social media i mean it's gonna be a broad answer but
2: um i just like following the sms sports community um there i think there's so many amazing creatives out there um i I think it would be too much to say if, if i just pick one person because there's so many talented individuals out there but I like opening up my Twitter timeline and Instagram timeline and seeing so many uh, innovative creators out there put their best foot forward, and it really inspires me to do my work day in and day out. So uh, yeah, I think the community as a whole, that's who I like to follow. What's the best advice you give someone looking to get into sports? Um, You know, I would say have a great attitude, uh, be kind, Listen, you know, be a sponge when you're you're going into a new um, environment. Really soak up all that information and demonstrate a hard work ethic. There's so many people that want to work in sports, but if you have all of those attributes, you're going to go far in the industry.
0: And last but not least, we like to ask all of our guests this same question. In three words, the best stories are?
2: I would say they're unique, they're captivating, and they're breathtaking.
0: Perfect. Sounds like you someone who works in visual storytelling. So I I get it. I love it. You've survived the lightning round. (laughs) So we'll kind of pivot and slow things down a little bit. You know, the the last part of our podcast, we'd like to slow it down to more tell us a story. And I wanna start going back to the amazing community you've built for the sports creative community. You know, it's been About two years, like you said, you guys are almost 5,000 strong. A lot of our listeners come from the sports world and may already be active members. If they're not, I'm guessing they may be interested in, in joining after listening to you talk about it. Um, but the sports landscape has changed a lot in the last few months. And, you know, your community has has evolved a lot along with it. So, uh, you know, share with us a little bit about how that community has shifted and how the conversations have evolved as we've seen the sports landscape change over this spring.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, right now we're going through um, some weird times, you know, just as a world. Um, and as a it- pertains to the, the sports industry. Um, it's it's in weird times as well. Uh, but you know, during this pandemic, I think one of the things that really brought our community together was showing that they were always here for people during their highs and their lows. Um, COVID-19, you know, definitely presented some unprecedented times um, worldwide. So we decided at the beginning of quarantine to have virtual happy hours. And that turned into virtual industry panels and now to breakout rooms on diversity and inclusion and mental health. Um, so right now in the world, there's a lot of negativity and we really wanted to be a bright spot in someone's day. And I think that's what truly keeps us, um, you know, in, in, in the news right now, you know, in, in the creative community is we're constantly willing to listen and hear what our community wants to talk about and, and bring those uh, discussions um, and topics, you know, relevant to our community um, and have an open platform an open forum so that we can just sit there and listen and you know move forward as a community
1: from some of those uh you know breakout sessions and happy hours that that both me and christine have listened to we've loved them all what's one of the biggest things that you've learned you know from those conversations um you know regardless of of different topics whether from those conversations over the last few months is one of the, the kind of you know biggest learning point you've had
2: Yes, I mean, we've had a wide range of topics that we've talked about on uh, those breakout sessions and and industry panels. But, you know, the thing I come back to and look at is this community is so supportive of each other that there are so many outlets that you can reach to uh, to really get support. And whether it's going further in your career, having a a space for uh, mental health, I think that was one of our, our best sessions we had. Uh, you know, just the outpouring of supports that we had on a topic that's not usually talked about. Um, So we were able to bring that to attention and really, you know, have just an honest discussion about it because you don't really have that platform, you know, um, in in companies these days. So to have that conversation outside of the workplace, I thought was very moving. And it shows that this community is more than just a job. You know, some of my best friends come from the sports creative community. So just the fact that you're able to kind of call someone um, on a you know on, a, on any day basis or any time of the day and know that you have someone that's going to support you on the other end I think that's huge and that's probably one of the biggest takeaways I had.
0: I think it's so neat especially in sports where it's often viewed as such a competitive space you know whether it's on the field uh, jobs getting getting jobs in sports off the field is extremely competitive that you've built a community that nurtures the exact opposite of that and it shows off the field really we're all on the same team i've loved seeing the posts from people who have gotten jobs because of your slack community or gotten internships because of it making those direct connections what do you hope for your community next you know where do you want it to evolve to as as time goes on as sports come back into stadiums how do you hope your community changes or where does it go from here
2: yeah i mean i think that's a great question um you know I think this community and this industry is so competitive, and that's what really drives everyone to be the best that they can um, at, at their specific craft or learning new skill sets. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people without work right now, and I think this is a perfect time as a community to take the right steps forward. And there's a lot of things that need to to go right in this industry. Um, I think looking you know, how we how we make hires down the road, Um, look look at all of our candidates and and make sure we're making the right hire. I think uh, diversity in the workplace really needs to be worked upon um, in sports as a whole. So I hope that's addressed uh, moving forward. Um, But yeah, what I kind of see moving forward from our community is just a little bit more of the same of what we're doing right now, Um, coming together and really being a resource to people. Because if, if I was a college student entering the industry right now, it's troublesome, but you have to be really optimistic on what the future holds because this is a new age we're entering in right now, and we're stri- a lot of people are still trying to figure it out. So being young and eager and willing to take chances, I think you're going to position yourself uh, at the top of the list because companies are going to want to take some chances uh, during this time, and I, I think if you have the right attitude behind it, I think you're going to be in a good position going into the future.
1: Absolutely, I think um, it, it's certainly um, a, a great place to start, a great place to to share ideas. And um, wanted to to pick your brain a little bit more about um, you know specifically you know your process around storytelling and, and videography. There's there's a ton of ideas that are shared in that community that people are 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 putting putting out there and learning from each other. Um, I wanted to kind of dive into just, you know, you personally, what's, what's your process around, you know, going into a video shoot or, um, you know, even just photography in general to, to tell a story?
2: Yeah, I think that's a great question. Uh, you know, when, when tackling a story, you really have to look at it from all, all the different scopes of, of what's making that story unique. So if I need to do some research know, I'll definitely do research. I'm um, looking at where, you know, some of the story lines that aren't being told enough. So I'll really dig deep into those aspects and make sure that that's brought to life. Um, so really just doing your research and, and making sure that you have all the resources available to you. Um, a lot of the times you'll, you'll get into a project where you might not have uh, you know, enough B-roll or enough photos but you have to push forward and make sure that you're still able to tell the story. So a lot of the times you just have to position yourself and your team to where you guys can tell the best story of that individual or that topic um, and, and just really use all those resources together and get the story done.
0: Can you think not to put you on the spot? Can you think of a a favorite project or story that you've worked on that really kind of hits home to the things that you just said that are really important, where you're proud of the storytelling that you did?
2: I would have to go back to college because it's really what made me want to get into the storytelling side of things. Uh, My first feature was on a husband and wife volleyball coaching duo and I was covering a high school volleyball tournaments, and they're raising money for breast cancer awareness. And the, uh, the, the wife had beat cancer a couple times, and at the time she wasn't doing so well when we were doing the story. So I ended up sharing the feature with the family after it was done, and unfortunately, the wife passed away shortly after. Um, the husband was just so thankful for the feature, and it was one of her last moments around volleyball, and it was a keepsake for the family. So after that project, it really just made me take a step back and realize my job means more than just creating videos. It impacts people's uh, lives in so many ways that you never, never would have thought of before. Um, so that really stuck with, that, with me throughout my career and really just make, made me um, have a new method of thinking when I'm attacking a project that it means more than just you putting your effort into it. And it has impacts on other people out, outside of your day-to-day tasks
1: that's incredible and and, yeah so much when going into storytelling you have to almost really dive deep and involve yourself in the story to get the the true essence of it and so I think that's a a great example and um, I was curious just kind of in general from your perspective as as such a creative mind about how to tell these different stories how to shoot certain things is there um, you know a certain creative inspiration a place you go and you know Maybe the creative juices aren't flowing so well. Is there something you do, to, you know, generate those creative ideas?
2: Yeah, you know, it's a great question because I, I definitely look at what my peers are doing um, in the industry, and I, I look at other sports and maybe some of the sports that aren't uh, covered and um, you know in the masses, like some of the smaller sports. Um, but I also look at you know other industries and how how they tell a story because. Sometimes as a, a sports creative, you see so much repetition in a lot of the, the styles of storytelling that you have to branch out and really get inspiration from outside the industry and how how you can uniquely apply that um, in the sports world.
0: So true. We often jump on calls with sports partners who say to us, show me what your entertainment partners are doing and, and vice versa. So I think dipping into uh, some other industries and seeing what they're doing can be fresh for the industry you're in you know we always like to wrap up the podcast by looking ahead to the future what trends do you have your eye on when it comes to storytelling or what you know fan interaction are you hoping to see see next especially as we start to see you know sports starting to ramp up what are you looking to see next
2: yeah, like I said, I think the sports world is entering um, unchartered territories right now. Um, like, what's what's life without fans and sporting events going to look like? Um, you know, how are fans going to? I mean, how are teams going to make fans feel like they're part of the experience as realistic as possible? I really think you're going to see a lot more digital virtual campaigns. Um, and how are you going to bring augmented reality, virtual reality experiences for fans to partake in? And I really think COVID-19 has really sped up the innovation of sports technology to accommodate this area that we are in now. Um, Teams and companies are really gonna have to be creative. And I feel like everyone in this industry is gonna help each other out because this is new for everyone. Um, If one thing is really gonna be successful, you know, it's best to share those practices with others um, in in the same arena because we're all in this together. And I think uh, this community wants to get stronger together. So I think as we move forward as an industry, uh, we're all going to enlighten ourselves with, uh, you know, some of these trends that we never thought were going to be uh, relevant right now compared to three or five years down the road.
0: As somebody who has a passion in the video side, are there any technologies that you're looking to even not just for this fall but a year or two we're seeing a lot of ar and vr we're seeing a lot of immersive experiences what do you think is kind of the next forefront for the visual storytelling side
2: yeah i mean it's it's kind of hard to predict that because there's always you know a a new form of social media coming out Uh, if you would have said in college hey tiktok's going to be a thing you need to learn that i'm like what's what's tiktok (laughs) <laughs> so I mean, there, there's something that's gonna really show up out of nowhere, and you just have to take a step back and say, "Hey, how how do we make content that's gonna perform well on this platform?" But I, I think that's gonna be something that's gonna be receptive to all platforms. Is how are you able to um, really connect with your audience, and is that through a like, like I was saying, like in an AR um, perspective, are you going to be able to, I, I think what Snapchat has been a- able to do really well is, is have those filters. But I think if more platforms can have filters so that fans feel, can feel like they have that experience and they're able to kind of walk in the shoes of an athlete um, or walk in the, the, the shoes of a brand, I think that's really going to be a, a cool aspect that uh, we're gonna see in the next year or two and uh, yeah I'm just excited to see where, where that's going to be able to transform to
1: love it there's there's always so much innovation happening um, across the board whether it's it's sports or video in general and, and obviously you know from from our perspective the the technology side of it is, has always been uh, super interesting is what we're involved in and it's it's really been' uh, yeah you know, great to hear from your perspective, how you're you're taking ideas from different people, sharing those ideas, creating this sense of community. Um it's been a a really great conversation. i'm I'm glad we were able to to pull you in and share some some different learnings from your, your end and uh, hopefully help to to continue to grow the community.
2: Yeah, yeah thanks. I really appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to, to talk with me today. Uh, I, on just a closing note, you know I would just love to kind of promote the Sports Creative Community one last time. Uh, if you're looking to, to get in a community that's supportive of one another and, and want to see you kind of take that next step and grow as a creative, I really urge you to join, and you can do so at sportscreativeslack.com. And, yeah, we got some exciting things going on for year three, so I feel like this is going to be uh, you know, one of our, our biggest years ahead of us, so I'm really excited for what's uh, on, on tap
0: awesome thank you i was just about to ask you for the link to be for folks to be able to join we'll make sure to share that as well but you obviously you know the drill uh so thank you so much for for joining us it was great to chat with you